You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, I thought Adrian looked more like the Adrian we all expected Saturday. I thought he ran with a purpose, uh, made some really good throws. Um, you're never going to play a perfect game at any position. Uh, it's just obvious at quarterback to everybody since that's where the eyes are when there aren't good plays. And, and he had a few, I think, that we can still get fixed, but uh, that's a lot closer to the play that we all expect from a player of Adrian's caliber. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill. Huskers on the road this weekend. That means get in into Tanner's. Uh, watch all the action. Nebraska, Maryland at 2.30. They'll have it on at all the Omaha and the Lincoln Tanner's location and uh, plenty of other good college football action as well, um, including Ohio State, Penn State. By the way, they're, Ohio State's, uh, I think, an 18-point yeah, favorite. it's huge. It's a huge line. For a top-10 um, matchup. It just tells you how good Ohio State is. Mario Verduzco, you know, joked about that during post-practice. Like, hey, man, um, Ohio State's done that to everybody when he talked about what they did to Maryland uh, racking up 700 yards um, in that game two weeks ago. But let's let's talk Martinez, guys. Um, it still wasn't the Martinez, in my opinion, from a year ago, the one we saw against Minnesota, the one we saw against Illinois, and even the Iowa game. Um, but it was close. I mean, it, Robin, you, you would agree that there were flashes, uh, but you know the sack was a big moment in the game, the tip ball interception, uh, but you take out those two moments, I mean, it was probably his best game of the year. Yeah, I don't think there's much question about that. And, again, that's relative because he played really, really poorly uh, at times this year. So definitely encouraging to see him get back into form of the type of player we all thought he'd be. Now, again, like you said, it's not perfect by any stretch. You know, He made some pretty critical mistakes uh, that arguably uh, were the difference in that game. But by and large, he made far more plays than he missed, which had been a big problem for him where – uh, you know, that just capitalizing on those opportunities uh, was a real issue. And so not only did he, uh, you know, make some throws, but uh, he made some damage, did some damage with his feet, which we all said going into the game was going to be a huge part of Nebraska's chances was they needed to use Adrian as a runner. And I thought just from a decisiveness standpoint and uh, being assertive uh, with those decisions, uh, I thought he was much better than he's been all year, maybe since uh, the fourth quarter of that Illinois game, which, you know, maybe was his best quarter up to that point. Uh, he he finally put it together for you know the better part of an entire game for the first time. I think the encouraging thing is, is since he's come back from the injury, you know he's you've seen some progression. You've seen him get better or, or feel more comfortable, uh, and I feel like he's got some extra fire to him right now. Uh, just listening to him talk and the way you know what he's saying and the way he's saying it, uh, I feel like he's pretty motivated to to finish this thing out on a on a good note and. And so, uh, you know, ideally you would like to see him, you know, go to Maryland and, and play a little bit better than he did against Wisconsin. And, and if they can win that and then, um, you know, improve that against Iowa. So, you know, we'll see. But there's no doubt that he was that was probably the closest uh, that he's looked to the, the Adrian that we kind of expected uh, that we've seen pretty much all season long, except maybe the that second half against Illinois. And guys, in that game, they had four turnovers too. That was the big thing. And Saturday was just the one tip ball interception. And man, if that ball doesn't get tipped, kind of I know it was wide open. I mean, he was going to get a fairly substantial gain on that play. I did think it was unique how Wisconsin defended Nebraska. They they rarely brought more than three. They they had three defensive linemen, and at times they were winning against Nebraska's O line. Uh, but the O line did play better at times. A lot of the credit, though, with Dedrick Mills, to me, he broke tackles and made guys yeah. miss. Um, Pro Football Focus does a great job with us every week as a partner um, with Husker Online, and 
They tracked Dedrick Mills. Uh, he made 11 tacklers miss in that game. Um, so a lot of the damage came with just Mills's pure effort and brute strength and, and kind of how he ran the ball. Well, that was probably the first time, you know, talk about looking comfortable in the offense. That was probably the first time that he really looked like the back you know, that everybody had been t- saying he was uh, after an impressive fall camp, you know, when he first got here. And uh, he, he finally showed that, uh, I guess, explosiveness to make a cut and go where it seemed before like he almost sought out contact and then couldn't break a tackle and so gains that could have been much bigger were settling for three or four yards because uh, he wasn't able to make that that one guy miss well he made a lot of guys miss against Wisconsin and all, you know Wisconsin is a pretty sure tackling team for the most part uh, and for him to make those types of plays I mean, he was he was just out efforting guys uh, on those plays, and he ran he ran hard, he ran determined, and you know that's the first time in a while that uh, you know we've seen a Nebraska running back run with that level of conviction. So uh, hopefully that continues. I think that's the next step for him is can he carry that over and not make it just a one game fluke, especially against a Maryland defense that, uh, as we've mentioned, has had their share of issues. Yeah, he was. There was some runs of his that were kind of violent. I mean, he was he was running with a purpose. There's no doubt. Uh, and I think it does speak to how comfortable he's become in the offense. I know Ryan Held earlier in the week mentioned that, you know, this is his third offense that he's played in this, this year or this during his collegiate career. You know, Georgia Tech, junior college, and now. And all three of those offenses have been vastly different. Um, and so he's been kind of learning on the fly since he wasn't here early. Uh, he's kind of been learning on the fly and, and everything. And, and he mentioned, you know, just how Divino Zigbo, as the season wore on last year, uh, became more and more comfortable and, and, and turned himself into a great running back in the system. Uh, he feels like Dedrick Mills is kind of doing the same thing. So, uh, you know, you'd like to see that continue if, if you're Ryan Held, that's for sure. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, Robin Washett, as, as we talk about uh, Dedrick Mills and, and what he showed this past week. Nate, you, you watched Dedrick in junior college. I mean, was that kind of more – what you expected to see from what you saw watching him play uh, down down in the JUCO level? Yeah, I mean, the, what we saw against Wisconsin really did remind me of, of what, what I watched uh, last year in person against uh, Iowa Central uh, when, when we went down there to watch him. I mean, he's a, a physical, violent running back, and and he loves to, to be fed the football. And, and he gets stronger as the game goes along. And I truly do believe that that he's a kind of a, you know, I don't know if you call it a rhythm ball carrier or what, but he gets stronger the more chances that he gets. And um, and they were feeding him the football, and, and he was – I mean, we kind of saw the results. And so, uh, to me, I, I think that's that's kind of the recipe uh, with, with Mills here uh, going forward during his career. Yeah, and it reminds me, you know, even in fall camp, when you know there was a play, one of the practices we actually got to watch, Nebraska was doing their version of the, the Nebraska drill, a.k.a. the Oklahoma drill, uh, and Diedrich had the ball and made a move where he just ran through a tackle, put a move on a guy, and then just blew through an arm tackle – and Ryan Held turns to a group of five or six NFL scouts and says, that guy runs his butt off. He didn't say butt, but he basically, you know, that, that was a flash of, um, you know, what Dedrick Mills brings to the table. And we finally got to see that play out in a game against Wisconsin. Yeah, and, and as you move forward, I think if he can do that again this week, that's what this offense needs. If Martinez and Mills can put a clean, crisp game together and they win here on Saturday – all of a sudden, I think you go in Iowa and, and, and you're really, really feeling good about things and, and you feel like you can have a chance. By the way, guys, Iowa's defense has not allowed more than 24 points in a game this year. They've only allowed more than 20 once. 
and that was the Wisconsin who scored 24. So points will be at a premium on Black Friday. Yeah, and I think that goes back to consistency, being able to put together more than just one game or even you know a couple quarters of good football together. If they can play well and put together another effort like they did against Maryland, all of a sudden you're playing with some swagger that you're going to need every bit of against Iowa. And now Nebraska's defense uh, will be the topic here as Eric Shenander was pretty shorthanded. His guys fought but just didn't have enough last week. We're going to talk about Nebraska's defensive performance against Wisconsin and much more next year. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.